This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Good day, everybody. Dal Roots is here. I'm once again thankful that this is not a video podcast. That's fair. Your mustache what? is looking gloriously sex offender. Yes, point. it is. It's halfway between. Do people between, cross the street uh, when they see you at the moment? I mean, people cross the street around here all the time, mate. That's fair. I suppose you'd have a mask on anyway, so they probably you probably correct. get away with it in public a yeah. little bit more than any, any other time. Uh, Mitchell, have you been on a Cameron Monster like Bender since last Wednesday? <sighs> I have not. That's a regrettable. You replace alcohol with smugness. Have you been on a week, Ben? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm fact, actually surprised I, you've taken the sunglasses off, to be honest. <laughs> I may have had my stomach pumped if that's what we're replacing it with. Yeah. Go to the hospital. I, um, I did wear... I, I haven't been to the office much uh, over the coronavirus period and also looking after my mum's health, which I won't go into, but I was back there. But I did uh, coincidentally happen to go to the office the day after the origin in, in a three day worn Queensland jersey that smelt like beer and victory and stink. Excellent. And I'm okay with it. You could smell me across the office <laughs> and whatever. Less excellent. Yeah, that's what winners get to do. Okay. I hope you did this while the losers were having their like morning meeting or something. Yeah. As that is what well, we do. Yeah, that is. I did see a uh, few. Uh, there was a notable Blues fan of the office, you know, Maroon Polo on purpose. Oh, no. Just shameful. Just shameful stuff. It's a ridiculous but play. That's what people do. That's what, pe- that's what losers do. You've you know, got to respect what... it. <laughs> you, you um, do. All right. Well, uh, we've How got a little... this, by the way? Off-season Sorry? podcasting. Yeah, look yeah. at us well, go. Hey, people, people supported us financially, and we've met that uh, with, um, you know, great appreciation, and we're going to – Keep uh keep going through the summer. I don't know exactly what the plan is yet, but we'll we'll mm. work it out. Um, we've got a, a fair bit, a little bit of news to get into. So without any further ado, let's jump into that. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh no, it's Simi Redradra. Redradra's away. Simi Redradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh yes, it will. Yes. Semi Randrandra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Randrandra. Um, so we'll start. This was this happened um earlier in the week. Obviously, a really sad story, but um yeah, uh young manly player Keith Titmus uh collapsed after a routine training session on Monday with Manly. Uh, apparently didn't have any prior health issues that the club was aware of, but he unfortunately uh passed away at just the age of 20 years older. He was in Manly's top 30 squad and many around the club believed he was a strong chance of making a first grade debut uh, next year. Obviously not a lot we can say other than what an absolute tragedy this is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, there was that footage of him scoring what the winning grand final in the 2017 yeah, right. NYC yep. grand final. Yep. Uh, grand final winning try. So obviously like, you know, a shame to lose anybody so young, but somebody with such potential in our chosen sport is, uh, is, uh, very very yeah. tragic poor bloke yeah the, coron- yeah the coroner's port report isn't back yet so we don't know the cause of death but first day of pre-season like that's that's a tough one hey come, come back first day that obviously affect the club and and, yep. and yeah. family people around it for, for a bit of a while now they won't it won't just move you know the rugby league community will move past it because we do that yeah but it, that club that club won't move past it for a while well, I mean, that's right. happening at training and 
as you said, they what they diagnose it as a bit of a cramp, like a somehow like a chest cramp or something. They diagnose it yeah. as when it Terrible. first happened, and and I'm no medical professional, but the fact he got rushed to two hospitals in one afternoon, I mean, obviously it was serious considering he's gone, but it's like that was you know it was going real sour real fast, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm read, just reading this now. I mean, he he went he underwent a battery of tests just last week, including an ECG, um, to ensure that they were he- uh, that he was healthy and ready for the rigors of preseason training. And yeah, and it's just come completely out of the blue. Um, the Seagulls obviously have cancelled their planned workouts on uh, uh, today and yesterday. It's, they've not yet confirmed whether they'll be back at training on Thursday. But obviously, they've told Neon who's not comfortable coming back that they are welcome to stay away as you would expect. But yeah, obviously, just. Really sad story. Um, the 2021 draw for the first couple of rounds is out. Um, and we will see uh, South Sydney taking on the defending premiers uh, at Amy Park in the first game of the season. Um, good to start off with a loss. Yeah, always good to start the season with an L. Uh, uh, how have they done this to us? Well, I mean, you know, they've got to test out the grand old club. Actually, actually, South. actually, if two wrongs make a right, Dale... Um, so you can you can consider that a the storm under Bellamy have never lost in round one. Is that correct, Mitchell? Yes. And Souths have never won in Melbourne. So if they play in Melbourne in round one, those cancel out. Souths win. Yeah, and you've got um, you've got the rest of the <laughs> you draw. You are a true smooth brain sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rest of the draw coming out tomorrow, but you know you'll probably be listening to this podcast and the draw will be out or or soon to be out. Um, I do find it interesting that it, it was what released like last week that the the Rabbitohs, sorry, the Storm were playing the Titans in round one. And this week that's changed. And, you know, putting again two and two together, getting 17. Do they have a bit of a scoop around Ken Smith? Maybe. You know, I, th- I thought the move to Thursday was for the, like, the opening season with that game was a sign they thought Ken was going to play there. And then now it's moved. Is it a sign that he might actually be not be playing on next year? Might be retiring. I don't know, but mm. that's just where my brain goes. But... You're proper Charlie Kelly in the mail room at this point. You're I am, mate. I connecting am. all the dots. <laughs> got boxes full of Pepe. Um, yeah, but we'll talk about that next week when the, we got the whole draw to look at. Um, uh, frustrated Penrith uh, chief executive Brian Fletcher, not that Brian Fletcher, uh, wants to wants the NRL to examine salary cap concessions for development club whose best juniors are poached by rivals, claiming that something is wrong with the system. This comes, of course, after Matt Burton was announced as a Canterbury player from 2022 onwards. Love these contracts that are done 18 months in advance, hey? I mean, I the best everything part- about this story. <laughs> the best part about this is like, did you... Did you not see any of this coming? You thought, like, I yeah, get man. it's great. Well, he that didn't. They, they, he had that quote just for the grand final yeah. where, he, where he was like, oh, hopefully we're, we're confident we're going to keep everyone together. It's like, it's not how this works. Mm. Yeah. And I get they built the center of excellence and they invested in it, but do you not anticipate at some point they're like, hey, we might lose some of these guys, you know? Yeah. Like, I know we put millions into this, but, you know, we can't actually keep them all. And as you said, the salary cap contestant symbol but even then there's a cap you can't keep all the talent in the first yeah. place also i i do quite like that obviously sets a dangerous precedent in the future because like teams like penrith and brisbane would just then just win the comp every year um, and we don't want that well no, you it's do, all right but... you could give us you could give us all the cap space you want and we'll fill it with andrew mccullochs and jordan yeah, fair enough i just meant more <laughs> in the terms of the fact that yeah. like those two clubs <laughs> probably have the biggest junior nurseries and yeah. would have a huge leg up as a result um they've also lost dane laurie not that dane laurie who's gone to the west tigers also in 2022 
Yeah, I think like both those losses, Dane, young Dane Laurie, I think is a really great get for for Penrith. He's got really fast feet and, and quick hands. Like I watched a bit of his vision, and I know there wasn't enough games this year, but from last year and a couple of rounds early in the year, and I was really impressed with like we've seen a lot of young fellas with quick feet these days, but his hands, man, like some if every now and then there was a couple of tries he set up that I didn't see him tip the ball on or tip it back inside, and I had to rewatch replay and go like, how the fuck did that happen? And it's like, oh, that guy, because like, one of them was so quick back on the inside, I thought the ball like bounced off someone and come back into this another forward, but he just tipped it back like it was an out ball and he tipped back in so quick. Oh yeah, it was, he he looks like a good prospect. And Matt Burton, we've all been pretty impressed by. Mm. Least impressive thing of all of this is Penrith being mad and shocked by it. We've oh. we spoke about it before the grand final, mate. You can't keep them together, especially not in Sydney. You have to yep. pick your best six or seven. And that's it because people are coming. But in Sydney, it's like... It's the same thing with every club. Like you can't, yeah. you know, you can only have like, generally speaking, like six or seven stars. Yeah. Then you've got to kind of fill the fill the gap yeah. with sand, you know? Yeah. yeah. As I said, other areas, it's easier to convince guys, oh, you know, you're from Brisbane or you're from North Queensland or whatever. There's no, you, you know, you can't leave or their families there or similar. But again, these guys are moving down the road. Like, yeah. There's no real incentive. They're still, all their mates will still be there. They'll be yeah. near the players they grew up with. Like, it's both, I mean, there's Eljana's in both locations. So, kind of a moot point. And the Matt uh, Burton one, mate, like, I get yeah. what I want to keep him, but they didn't have a plan. Like, what are they going to do? Like, their current halves are both, like, in their early 20s. So, what's the plan? And then I oh, will turn you into a center. It's like, oh, yeah. So, I, I could be a million dollar half, or I'll be a center of mediocre quality for the rest of my career. Yeah. Yeah. To stay just, with the boys. This is never going to happen, was it? Um, no. Uh, other signing great signing. News. Great yeah, signing. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited for him. But I do, yeah. I just on principle hate these bullshit. Like, it's so long away. Like, I, I hated mm. it when Angus Crichton played a season for Souths after he signed for I just hate this. I hate it. Yeah. And it's funny, like, we we borrow or we look at a million ideas in American sports, but we still can't land on forcing in this kind of stuff. I know Vlandis mentioned he likes uh, the set contract values and good luck getting that assigned by the RLPA. But yeah, why we can't just have set contract. If you sign a contract and you move, fair enough, mid-contract, but you only stay, that's the contract you sign. That's what you can earn in that contract period. Yep. But also why we can't have a transfer window. This is a transfer window, but have it on the right goddamn year. Yeah. I know they've got that bullshit excuse of like, oh, it's so hard to move in a few months. Oh yeah, NBA players move across the country in a day. You can move. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, other signing news, uh, another signing I quite like, uh, Jake Clifford will be going to Newcastle in 2022 as well. Cracking signing. Like, I, like, I, I know he's probably going to be a disappointment for me the rest of his career. I know I put up too much expectations for him, but that's a place he'll go that he'll get out of his comfort zone and he'll have a jersey that's his. Uh, the Cowboys is fighting for a jersey and he's only really still there now because... Benji was ridiculous. So we're looking to let him go a year early if Benji signed on a, on a small deal and he wouldn't. Mm. So he's kind of just making up the numbers there for another year. So I think it's a great move. Go down to Newcastle. Good pack. So there'll be a good platform laid for him on, on, a, on, a, on a, you know, a weekly basis and not the most different lifestyle from North Queensland either. I feel like it's a lifestyle. So I think it's a good get. And, and I think, still go pegging. You can still go That's the important well, part. Well, thank That's God. That's just going out of the pub there, mate, as well. That's uh, all that is. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, the groundskeeper, Josh Alloyer, is still agitating for an early release to Manly uh, after all but agreeing a multi-year deal from 2022 onwards, but he wants to go there this year. 
Um, I can't, did we talk about the lawnmower thing last week, or did it happen after we recorded? I can't remember. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It was can funny. Recall. It was funny, but unbelievably unprofessional. Yes, it, it, and, it and, and unbelievably silly. Yeah, probably. I still thought it was funny though. It's good gear, but it's just yeah, not a good, yep. not a good career move. Didn't, right. didn't last very long. But, no, uh, it didn't. So he's, <laughs> I he's one of those players. that's like I just don't care. There's all yeah. this fuss about him now. I just I'm don't not that care. invested in like. Yeah, I, I agree. he's solid. Yeah. He's fine. And Tigers fans are more shocked that it's him doing this than than if someone you know. Then wanting to keep him or anything on that big money, like I wouldn't want him for big money either. They're more shocked that like he's a guy who like is it like eleven minute press conference from him, you know, back in like September, defending Madge, getting mad at the rumors at the club, mm. you know, die for the Tigers garbage, and then a few months later the Bucks come and he's like, I never want to play for your club again. He seems to be the kind of guy that's like balls to the wall or not in at all. Yeah. Like he was really in, um, of, as you said with the whole Madge thing, and now he's like. I don't want to come to training anymore. And now they're, yeah. as you said, the Tigers are like either come to training or like, you know, come clip the edges, as you said. Or we'll um, sack you was the weird part. Yeah, they, like, and, and they that. they could because obviously it'd be breach of contract. But but, they, but he wants to get sacked. But he wants to get <laughs> sacked, exactly. He's negging the Tigers into going to Manly, the ultimate power move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said, I mean, we've seen him before. He seems to be a fairly... Um, Staunch. He's all right. There's no, he's no Adam yeah. Fanua Blake replacement though, and that manly squad is starting to look a little mediocre in yes. many places. Uh, there's also other stuff like what Sean Bloor resigned the Tigers, good one. Keon Kolomatangi resigning at South, oh so that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And your mate Joseph Suwali, that's uh, I was, I've got it open. I was about to uh, bring us into that, but yes, isn't this exhausting? Oh, it is. The Roosters are apparently prepared to accept the get out clauses that Souths would not, uh, which proved the sticking point in those contract negotiations. Um, apparently they're up their transfer fee offer to give South some money as well to let him out of his contract this year. Uh, South boldly offered a trade proposal for Daniel Tupo, which unsurprisingly the Roosters uh, <laughs> told him to get fucked. Um, they should have, I, I, I said this to you privately, but like, fuck. I wouldn't have minded Angus Crichton back if you're going to try to I get a am, player. I am imagining Nick Politis sitting down. See, yeah. How about you go fuck yourself? Yeah, pretty much. No. But like, seriously, they're trying to, like, there's been rumors for months that they're trying to get Rick Crichton to create cat room anyway. Right. Like, uh, that's a guy I would have gone after given Seattle's uh, issues in terms of edge players. But whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I wish they just went, like, the Tannel Tubo one is like taking the piss. We should have said, Give us James Tedesco, or you're not, or you're not getting him. I wish they did that. Like, that would have been really funny. You. The price is Teddy. See you next year. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Suwali's decision uh, to reject the Rabbitohs uh, means he'll walk away from a, a deal, which was uh, the one of the richest ever table to a teenager in the history of Australian sports. Um, but these get-out clauses, which uh, would have allowed him to fulfil his ambition of playing rugby sevens at the Olympics, uh, will be honoured for the Roosters. Um, but the Roosters have put these get-out clauses in, and apparently they believe that once he gets there, he won't want to leave. So that's uh. I did, might. as Good you were saying, like those those tra- the transfer. Sorry, the contract clauses were quite bizarre. Like I, I fully expected to be like, if Yumi's hummus is not available in a one liter jar anymore, I may <laughs> leave the club. You That's know, fair. 
That's great. If Red Rooster closes, I will be leaving the club. Chicken and a biscuit. What do you mean there's no chicken on this biscuit? Um, uh, if they don't bring chicken and the biscuit back, I'm out of the club by 2021. Didn't you we say the chicken? Back. Is it chicken crimpies are vegan? Is they're that? not vegan. They've got act. They're not even vegetarian. They've got actual chicken in them. Ah, oh, we'll see. It's crazy. Fuck yes. There's no chicken in my chicken crimpies. I know. I'm, I'm only, only barbecue shapes are vegan. Um, if they make dairy milk halal. <laughs> yeah. no, it's already hello, yes. oh, dear. Same with Vegemite. <laughs> uh, Souths apparently, Souths now have apparently have a million dollars free in their salary cap uh, for next year. So um, maybe sign a edge forward. I'd like that. That make me no. happy. Then, I'm trying to think. Are there so, any? As in for nah, 2020, it's not really. For 2021. Because of the Actually, obviously because the, they oh, lost yeah, Roberts you... and Bailey Sirinan's gone to the Warriors as well, which we didn't mention. Um, yes. and you're going to pay him like 600k this year, Suwali or something, weren't you? Yeah. Yes. So um. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting what they do. Again, back row off, please. Need one. One yeah, back row. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because obviously there'll be there's players available that, that you play Corey Allen now. in the back row. Sure. But, yeah, maybe there's less pressure to move him on now. I don't yeah. know. Uh, or but, sign Josh Adokar, One of the two. I don't know. I don't care. Um, to, oh, God, that, that could have happened. Timing's just wrong. No. Well, he was. He had a tour at uh, Belmore today as well, so they might get him. So. That, I, I've got to say, I've been very impressed with how the Bulldogs have been operating this so far. This it is weird, isn't it? It's like they've had such a long run into the offseason. So, like, they haven't played in the last, like, nine weeks. So, they're, like, really well practiced. At, they've, they've done these drills, you know, the, the yeah. signing drills. And now that all the players are available, they're just like, oh, come to Belmore. Yeah, good it's, on hang out. It's, it's like when the Knights just sometimes realize, you know how we can get out of this mess? We sign good players. Yeah, uh, hang on. And the Bulldogs the- like, wait. Hang on. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought we had to sign 31-year-olds from the Roosters. I thought that's the only yeah. way out of this. No, well, actually. Our, our workhorse back rowers <laughs> yeah. are good. It's like, wait, we don't sign like 17 mediocre back rowers and we don't – you mean we just go and sign good players for the same amount of money rather than signing five edge forwards? Yeah. We don't. You mean we don't need to have like you know, Joe Simpson as our sixth back rower? Wow. We need depth. Exactly. These guys work yeah. hard. We need depth. We're just going to have yeah. a, a bench of That's back it. rowers. I don't like uh, the. Still don't like the Kyle Flanagan signing, as everyone knows. No. But the rest of the, mm. said, the rest of the Bulldogs are done. I mean, it's mostly wins with a uh, you know Flano. Uh, Flano, I don't love him, but he's also probably not going to be terrible. Like Brody Croft level terrible in terms of lose you football games. So. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news: uh, a woman. Uh, uh, this is Jared Hayne trial ongoing. Um, she actually she had, had to take a break during her testimony today because she started to cry in the witness box. Called him a fucking piece of shit in court, which I wrote. Um, he's facing on the record. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's on the record. She was leaving very good. Yeah, uh, it's uh, she was uh, that was at Newcastle District Court where he's facing uh, two charges of aggravated sexual intercourse without consent, uh, which he's pled not guilty. Obviously, there's some pretty sordid details in there. We won't go into those, but yeah, pretty awful stuff. Um, yeah. There's not a whole lot we can say about this. It's it's it's, but it's you know you you guys can go read it. It looks pretty bad. Yeah, um, it's not great. It's not great, is it? Um, no. uh, it's not. I got some more news before we move on too, though. There's yeah. A, so I don't I don't get this. But the NRL talking about trying to solve this issue of um, players signing a year in advance, and this, the international rugby league deputy chair Troy Grant suggested a loan system for a year early it's like mate the whole problem is they don't want them to go the year early the loan mm. they're going to loan them instead but 
I do think loans should become more f- common in rugby league after Agreed. Harry Grant and Paul Momorowski was was a roaring success. But the solution to the year out problems is not just loan them there. That's if they the clubs got to let them go if they wanted to. Yeah, I, I like I really like loan deals. I've I've been I? on the record about that, and I love the transfer window idea. We've had this discussion before, um, but like it, it, as you say, like they're not the. The players want to go early, but the club, that's the opposite. What's the opposite yes. of a loan? It's like not yes. taking the DVD back. <laughs> yes, that's what it's you've it. done. Uh, but, yeah. You're not and letting just... Suwali go to Civic Video. That's what's happening. Yeah. And somehow, like the Rugby League Players Association and the players and everything still get away with the dumb excuses of why they should be allowed to sign this far in advance. But it's like, Every other sport can figure out transfer windows. Yeah, you you have your. It's not you're not like you're moving from LA to New York. You are pretty much moving on the east coast of Australia. That's yeah. pretty much it. It's like I'm gonna live in like Canterbury or like Penrith or maybe Newcastle. It's not. Yeah. Not hard to I figure mean, out. If 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 there was a situation where the player could sign and then be loaned back to the club, and then they could be the loan could be ended. Yeah. Like if there was an injury crisis, for example, the the loan could be terminated. Like yeah, that would be a workaround, but like it, it it's 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 fair it's a fairly uncommon obtuse need at this point yeah. so i don't have a so, have a huge yeah. i don't have a solution yeah and on that time at thing well by the way i didn't realize at had like signed a an agreement with the tigers based it was contingent on the storm finding a replacement winger but they had he'd signed a four-year deal so it, it signed a heads of agreement deal that was contingent on the storm replacing finding a replacement so like maybe he's a little more keen on going to the tigers than we uh, all thought he was after he didn't go there so mm. it's still open but um it's still a bizarre thing to wanted wanted to come out to sydney for two years and just not and then still saying you're coming in 2022 though yeah oh, no, it's weird. it is weird it's not it's not like murky it's just like it's very bizarre. And I think with Vunavali going as well, it's just yeah. even more strange. Yeah, definitely. And the other yeah. bit of, a, of news that's not news, Origins back to mid-year. Oh, how that shocking. That was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunate, but what are you going to do? I mean, I actually, I just think it has to go to the, the windows. We spoke about. I actually kind of think it was is better mid-year after experiencing the post yeah. one, even though Queensland won. But uh, it does feel like, it, again, the, the schedule disruption. I'm just so – I didn't miss that this season. Mm. Yeah, as sure. we've said it before, like have that have that four- to six-week period as your trade window. Mm. People move back and forth. Put your internationals in there. Hunky-dory, happy days. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Any more news before we move on? Um, that probably is, but yeah, that's, look, that's, that's been a lot. We've given the people a lot. Um, but uh, – before we move on, I would like to give a quick shout out to everyone who has continued uh, to support us on Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies if you want to uh, support the boys, particularly through the off season where we, we will be striving to keep bringing you content every week. So, uh, yeah, if you want to support us, that is the address. And I'll give a quick mention to the people in the top two tiers of Patreon donors. And they are Ben Wallace, Morgan Watkins, Josh Brandon, Maddie Jenkins, Thor Laycock, Jace G, Tom Hardy, Bert Andrews, Jason, Wayne Ritchie, if you name me, I will delete my sub. Uh, Ty, Warwick Ahern, Roxanne Clark, Michael Murray, Carlo Tyson, Maddie McPee, Chris Slade, Harvey G, Dan Cullinane, Dave, Never Trendy, and Fred.
Frankie, uh, thank you so much for your continued support. We really, truly appreciate it, as well as the rest of you in the lower tiers as well. We would not be doing this, especially in the summer, without you. Uh, so... No, uh, just before we move on, yes. if you want to keep supporting my terrible moustache, movember.com. Yes. You look genuinely, you look dangerous at this point. I Well, more than usual, Matt. It's, if it's, you want to support my project, onlyfans.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only flans. I'll send you a picture yeah. of a plant-based dessert. What's your one? They, do they just pay you money for you to like call them a piece of shit via Zoom? My, my only fans. Yeah, I assume that's the business model. Right. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to pay me to abuse you, I'm down to abuse uh, you. I, the patrons pretty much do that with your outward contempt of our listener base. So they do, and they're, they're still here. <laughs> That's true. Treat me. Who's the real Christ. Ah, questions. I'm Let's a 1960s father. That's yep. all I am. That's all I am. All, all they questions. want is your approval, and they're never going to get it. <laughs> Just the belt. <laughs> okay. Questions. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm going to have any questions. Okay. Okay. It's over on our Patreon. First question from Dave. He says, you get drafted by the current LA Lakers team. They have to play you for two minutes every game and have to pass you the ball at least three times. They can choose any two minutes, but they must play you every game. Can they still win the league? How many minutes am I playing? Two minutes Only two minutes. Yeah, of course. It's two out of 48. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd still. They I reckon they'd still win. Yeah, I think they'd start me. They just give us two minutes in like the second quarter or something, yeah. or that, or Actually, just start they, you. You're right. I know you're right. I think they might put you on like the end of the second quarter with the bench. They wouldn't or waste something. LeBron's minutes with me on the field. They'd yeah, wait, you're record. Right. Sorry, they'd wait till like, yeah, who who's out there? Quinn Cook. Does he play for them anymore? Rondo? No, he left. I don't know. <laughs> the point is, um, yes, uh, we'd still win. Yeah, uh, if, I mean, if you don't think I'd be at the front of the celebration taking all the credit, you've got another thing coming. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 24 seconds shot clock. So essentially, you're only on there. You're on there for two minutes, but you can only be, you might only be on there for two to three possessions of the other team. Yeah. Because you just burn the shot clock. Uh, yeah, they definitely could win the championship with me doing that. Hmm. I'd be a handy point guard. I can pass the ball. Good work, Dale. <laughs> I'll be heading stand guard. I'm going to stand over there. Stand and... over <laughs> yeah. near the half court. But man, I'm a bench mob guy though. A definitely bench mob guy. Also, it says they have to pass you the ball. So you can just get it and then pass it to someone else. So yeah. Mm. I, so that's kind of inbound it. I don't know. Yeah. Also, way. I've got I got five good fouls in me. So that, that'll take up two minutes. <laughs> fine. Uh, ben Wallace says, is Joseph Suwali's end goal? Oh, thanks for signing up, Ben, on the Patreon, by the way. That's a new one. Joseph Swally's end goal to become the most hyped and also most hated rookie in NRL history from carrying on like a pork chop. Is it him or is it his family or is it both? I actually don't know. I don't know enough about it behind the scenes. Um, yeah, but I mean, this is regardless of whether it's his fault or not, this will happen. And Ben's right. Like he's pretty much on a hiding to nothing. He needs to basically come into the league and be James Tedesco or people are going to call him a fraud. So well, I'll call him a fraud anyway. That's fair. Um, like it's, it's one of those things that he's a, he's a teenager. Like they're all dumb. Let's not forget that. How dumb 16, 17 year olds are. Can confirm was dumb. Yeah, was an absolute moron. So probably a little bit of his too much. Maybe he's had too much input into it because teenagers are idiots. Let's not forget that part. But I yeah, would, I would uh, love to know if he was right in the get out clauses. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I want a burger it. from <laughs> every week. That's it. Or I'm is, out. Is our ongoing bit just going to be that he's a five year old child asking for various <laughs> yes. treats from the grocery store? 
I will sign for whoever gets me a PS6. Wayne no, Bennett not, did not get mind. me a Kinder Surprise. We've got yeah, me we've a Yowie instead. Home, I want to leave. <laughs> got contracts at home, Jade. That's it. Uh, but yeah, it definitely been embarrassing the whole way through because like there was the change his mind from South to Union and then back to South and then to the Roosters and then the fight, but also the Tigers apparently got involved. And it's more, the more embarrassing part isn't negotiating with all of them. It's like agreeing with like five of them. It's like stuff agreeing to terms. Uh, it, yeah, he's, it's going to be interesting because I tried to explain this to someone the other day. It's like when I hated the Callum Ponga hype. I don't hate hype when plays deserve it. You never hear me ta- get angry at Tedesco getting hyped. He deserves all that hype. I'm a Harry Grant hype man myself, you know, like, I hate when they find ways to hype these players. And it was things like, you know, the Steph Curry of the NRL or, you know, when Moylan was, sorry, when Ponga was standing on the blind side for the Knights, they went open and scored. And the first thing Braith Nassus says is put that down to the attention Kalen Ponga draws standing on the blind side. It's like, no, that's what I hate. So if Suwali comes in and kills it, I'll, I won't hate the hype if he's actually killing it. I'll hate if they're trying to find reasons why he's killing it. Don't find reasons. If he's killing it, he's killing it. Don't try to find reasons why to tell me he is. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Other people will hate him anyway, though. <laughs> uh, and his next question, the superior season is here. Now that we can enjoy the greatness of summer, what are the best summer foods? Um, I was, yeah. I, was, I read this before. I was thinking about it. Like, I don't think my food intake changes that much, but your beverage intake greatly differs in the summer. But for foods... I. Mangoes mainly is is the one that oh, yeah. immediately sprung to mind. Like you yep. pretty much only get them in summer, and they're awesome. So, I mean, you suck you sucking on them seeds, man. The mango yeah. seeds all summer. I guess they're good. Do yeah. you have a good uh, mango? Yeah, oh, watermelon as well. Yeah, yeah. watermelon, what frozen watermelon slices. Yeah. Also, super dupers. Yeah. But oh, the goat. Yes, but what did, what, did, what was it? I can't think of any con- like actual food foods that I just only eat in the summer. Barbecues um, more, a lot more yeah. barbecues. There's more barbecues, I guess, but you, it's like you don't eat the things you're eating at a barbecue during the year, really. Yeah. So. And and I eat prawns all year round, but definitely prawn intake around Christmas time is a thousand, potentially even yeah. more higher than any other yeah. time of the year. And it, and, it, and it shouldn't be synonymous with summer, but I eat so much Christmas ham that it is synonymous with summer for me because like I'm hmm. I'm the guy who's eating Christmas ham from like December first, and then I'm <laughs> buying the discount hams after after like because they get them really cheap. I, get, yeah. I buy the, the hams until they're all out of hams after, and I cook I'm them going all. Going to pig farms. I'm killing I'm, pigs. That's it. I'm killing Jesus pigs. <laughs> I'm going to pig and with with Jake Clifford in Newcastle. With Jake Clifford <laughs> in the Newcastle Wonderland in the hinterland. <laughs> out around and, Cardiff. I'm just shooting pigs. So I'm, I'm smashing Christmas hams and not something that I ever invested time into. But I'd love a summer party when someone's got a cob dip. Someone's yeah. made a cob yeah, dip. Yeah, that's a point. great good summer point. food. Um, can, can, you make a, can you make a vegan cob dip? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, of course you can. Good, good. Well, can you make I mean, a good vegan a, cob dip? I mean, mate, you ate a liter of vegan cheese at my house last time you were here. No, no, no. I, I know. I, I did, was just think, I'm just thinking like the 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 consistency. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh, surely. I mean, the bread's the main thing. You just chuck some shit in the middle. It's fine. Is yeast um, vegan? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, um, there's this yeast is extract that vegans it froth for. But say, is there a debate in the no. Teen community about yeast? No, it's extremely pro yeast. Okay, good. That is yeah. true. I knew that your your parmesan cheese so, uh, replacement is 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 yeah, yeast, just yeast, yeast extract. Based. I wasn't a huge parmesan cheese guy like before I gave up 
Jeez, anyway. But, but you're um, a big yeast guy, were you? No, but um, I just wanted to answer the question of whether I could eat it, and the answer is yes. This is stupid. Let's move on. Mm. Is it? But oh, what else? I like? There's got to be something else like in summer. No, you're right. I think pretty much everything else is like year-round food. Even though avocados are apparently summer, I eat those like all year-round. Just the the food of summer is outdoors. There yeah, you go. That, oh yeah, I found it actually. And and sixes in the big batch. That's food. Dingers. Dingers. Oh uh, yeah, there's a stuff yeah. called nutritional yeast that's seasoning. That's the one I'm thinking yeah, of. That's yeah, that's it. good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question comes from Maddie McPherson. Is there anything to look forward to for the Dragons next year, or I'm better off literally doing literally anything else with my time when they play? Yeah, look, I mean, you've got, you know, a, a, a racist head coach and a returning probably Jack DeBellin. And yeah, no, not really. No. Um, hey, at know. least you didn't sign Joel Hangarway. Mm, small miracles, I guess. Yeah, trying to think like. I don't, I don't know. Cody Ramsey's like, mum might swear to ref again. That'd be funny. Uh, the women's team will come back and mm. offer Dis- us no, That's not... They disappoint. They're like the biggest like fucking frauds in like both the men's and women's game. They they underachieve every year. Oh, I, do. That's a... I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I don't... You probably won't come last? Yeah, I don't envision a great True. year even without my likes, my, me liking or disliking Hook. It's just... They're just... Um, they seem broken with the Ben Hunt decisions and co- having Coy Norman there. It seems like a big issue that I don't know, you know, it doesn't matter what the head coach is going to resolve. Like, they're not going to move McInnes to lock permanently, I don't feel. They're not going to move Hunt to hooker permanently, I feel, even though Hunt Hook is where he's best now. And then Coy right. Norman is just a massive wage issue that no one else will take. He is a waste of time. We have been yeah. over this. I like, I like Ben Hunt and hooker. I like that he's, you know, like... Obviously, he gets his hands on the ball and he can kind of do what he needs to do. I don't mind mm. that you can have McInnes and him in the same, t- like in a, like yeah. on at the same time. They're both relatively good in their second position. And then if Hunt needs to go off, you can put McInnes into hooker for twenty minutes or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but I thought yeah. McInnes was better locked than I, like he was better than I thought yeah. he would be. And I think Hunt is a better hooker than McInnes. So. Like, mm. Yeah, but I don't just I don't know if that's going to happen. But as you said, the, the things you can try and hold on to, like is Cody Ramsey, he might be, you know. He's fine. Uh, and the Faye guys, I don't know how to say that properly yet, but the, the, those twins are, are quite talented. So maybe they'll be something. And Zach Lomax will keep jumping. Like, I don't know if anyone has saw, saw that. But I don't, he put a photo on his Instagram and Blues camp. He gets like above the the uh, hoop, like an NBA player. His leaves. vertical is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Um, I look, all I want is just play fun footy. I don't care if we suck, just play fun footy, but I know it's not going to happen. Can't wait to lose every game after the 60th minute. Okay. Um, so Jack Cronin's changed his name to Appy Kuroya show, show or show. I don't know. It doesn't, not exactly how you said it, but <laughs> okay. Oh, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I said a lot about it. Kuroya show. Uh, Bungard, an update on your feelings surrounding Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I don't enjoy it. Play that Bob Catter clip that I love playing whenever anyone asks me a difficult question that I don't want to answer. Um, yeah, they might be frauds. It's not good. Also, the whole team has coronavirus, so I don't know how they're supposed to play in two days' time. So, What is it, like um, 10 of them have coronavirus? A lot of them. Ugh, dreadful, dreadful, dreadful. G- Gus a bus day, though, mate. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Appy's next question. 
At this point in time, it seems that the Raiders won't have any state cup affiliation next season, and the members of the NRL squad not in the top 17 will play local league in Canberra. Does this seem absolutely crazy to you as well? Or am I overreacting? Ryan Sutton and Salif Ravili against a 43-year-old captain coach, Terry Campese, in his work yeah. colleagues. It's been the best prep for fringe guys. It's, I'm not seeing an issue. Yeah, it's a huge issue. Nah, it's fine. It'll be funny. I just yeah. want to say, uh, get their hey, confidence up. Funny. Bar, TV, Bar TV is going to be the greatest <laughs> subscription coming up next year. But yeah, look, um, I can't wait to watch them play against, I don't know, the gunning dogs. I don't know what the teams Hang are. Hang on, aren't called. you like from there? How do you not know what the teams are called? Gunning and gunning play in the second division. Yes, soldiers. Golden this soldiers, is, sorry. Yes, Magpies. Terrible. Terrible. Yes, McDonald's. Yeah, yes, that's McDonald's. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Classic, Rove, classic Rove live bit. My yep. yes. Very hilarious. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was on Rove that we should talk about? Uh, <laughs> Kevin Rudd, Rove. Yep. I don't know. Uh, Peter Heller was came back there for like six episodes. This, yeah, this he, is what the off season is. Yeah, I derailed <laughs> that question. Uh, but yeah, it's not a great, great prep. No, it, it seems quite silly. But you have to hope that by the season, like I'm, I'm sh- surely there is a club, Queensland or New South Wales, that will take your Surely. general contract players like there just has to be i know that now in new south wales there's going to be issues because there's you know 10 teams in the south wales cup idea yeah, i don't know it's not it's not crash hot i have although i have a question it, it's yeah. depending on what the answer is it's, it's much worse um would they all play for the same team or would they be scattered around different teams I don't know. Don't know if they're all playing they for play the same play... team, that's a terrible idea. But if well, they're they all scattered 20s, around, if they're all scattered around, if they're all scattered around different teams, yeah, it's not that bad. Like, I don't think it's the end of the world. But like they do, like, but I, they probably wouldn't do that because like the last thing they want is like one of their players injuring another. So yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's probably yeah, a bad well, idea. Mike Casivo went from Ron Massey Cup to the first grade like a year later. Prove it wrong. Yep. <laughs> uh, Harvey G. It's widely acknowledged that Jake Clifford signing for the Knights is 100% due to his spending months gronking off on Twitter about why the club should sign him. Now that's confirmed that I have the power to will players signing into existence, do you each have a play like your club to sign? I'm sure I can use some of my energy. I'm not currently channeling into the night, channeling into Knights making, no, making the Knights sign Hudson Young on the guys you lot want. Uh, can you make them unsign Corey Norman? No. No. There's not that kind of wizard. Uh, right, mine, it's hard easy. to put the genie back in the bottle. Mine's easy. Cam Munster. Or Harry Grant, but yeah, Cam Munster first. Yeah, uh, I was going to say... Uh, I was going to say James Tedesco and move Latrell back to the centres. Can we have Mary back? <laughs> God damn, that, you bloody Dragons fans. Next question, Mo. Okay, with Origin finish, it's officially all the off-season. When are we going to get the first episode of NFL Boom Rookies? If there's interest, we'll do it. I mean, Mitch and I will mm. do it. But um, if there's We're going to cut Dale out. I mean, I'll sit here and listen quietly. Does Dale have any questions. NFL takes? And you'll get none of the profits from it. That's true. <laughs> you, you only get four-fifths of that month's Patreon. Dale. That's Your right. remaining portion will be divided among the rest of us. Um, no, yes. if, if, if people are interested, I mean, yeah, we can do that for sure. I'm a pretty broken person at this point when it comes to the NFL. Like, it's 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 fine when you go for a crap team and they're crap and it's like whatever. But like when you go into a team where you're sorry, when you go into a season where your team is like favorites to win the Super Bowl or joint favorites with the Chiefs, people on news programs are picking them to go 15 and one or 16 and zero, and they just like not very. And you've got the reigning MVP 
and you're just not very good. It's kind of kind of sucks. Yeah, it's always that, mate. It's like when hey, being you a Cavs fan. This, yeah. yeah, being a Cavs fan for a long time, right? The worst seasons are the getting close or disappointing ones. Being shit of the because the yeah, shit is wow, so shit. Easy. It's easy. We're not gonna win anything, but yeah. And then with the Packers, I know it as well. Like when they wasted so many years of Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, it's like this is fucking terrible. Like, can we just not like even this year they're gonna go close and not win because they didn't make the right offseason moves again, and they and the GMs are you know boring and doesn't doesn't do anything outside the box, and the, the defensive coordinator sucks. They'll just lose a game in the playoffs again. And like it's great, we look great all year, and we're gonna just you know lose in the NFC Championship game and fun. Yep. Ugh. Uh, next question. Bert Andrews is Freddie not picking David Clemmer but playing Nathan Brown off the bench for seventeen minutes and twelve minutes in games two and three, respectively. The biggest indication yet that a the Blues just don't get Origin. B Freddie isn't quite the coach some folks thought he was. Or C both A and B. Yeah, um, probably just B. Yeah, I've got to see that. But the the quote, you haven't heard the quote. So there's a great article when he says like a lot of just a lot of dumb things and excuses which you do when you lose. But the the, the main one was his reason for not picking Clemmer, which is the patchy Knights form towards the end of the season. The quote is, I think Newcastle in general in the past couple of years have faded at the back end of the year. So given the Origin series of the back end of the year. This year, we decided to go another way. But Day's been a dominant figure for a couple of years now. It's just about now, Newcastle going to the next level. The squad had Payne what? Haas in it. I was going to say, yeah. And Daniel Saifidi from fucking Newcastle. <laughs> yes. And Tyson Rizel from the Dragons. You just don't like Dave Clemmer, okay? Don't say this dumb bullshit instead. Though. You look like a goddamn clown. Clown boy. And then, like, oh my god, they didn't finish the season that great. So I dropped David Clemmer, even though he was like he probably had the best year of his career or close to. Yeah. And Safidi was their best forward in Origin. Clemmer outplayed Safidi during the season. Mm. Better we, play, is there a better linkage play, there? Uh, uh, <laughs> Nathan Brown off the bench for twelve minutes. Yeah, but the quotes are embarrassing. And another one, the other quotes about not picking a specialist centre was all the things that oh they they're young and like. We didn't think we needed specialist centers and the day it comes, we feel like we need special centers. We'll pick them and whatever. It's like, mate, just, just admit you fucked up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's it. Like, oh, we try to pick the best players and it's like, yeah, I'm not sure Gutho is better than Lomax or Crichton in the first place, mate. Mm. Uh, Warwick Ahern, here we go. Any takes on the NBA drafts or any of the player movement thus far? Um. Sh- no, you go. Yeah, um, I feel like with NBA free agency just fine. I feel like an NRL fan when the cap went up and you're like, "Fuck, who got how much? What? Who? Like, it's chaotic." And, it's not, and the cap hasn't gone up, but it's like just average squad fillers get ten million a year now. That's what the NBA is, and it's like you look at NFL. It's like guys will play their whole life, be the best in their position. You know, the best running backs in the league, and they won't. They'll just get that money, and they'll fight for years to get it, and then they won't last very long. And then you got like Chris Boucher, a, a guy who literally was a homeless man or whatever, off the bench at the Toronto Raptors, making seven million dollars a year now to play whatever minutes. It's like, it's good if you okay. can get it. Yeah, the, the draft. I have no draft takes, mate. Outside, no, I got no or- no clue. Being an Illawarra Hawk and then going to going to Jordan's team is great. 
and Charlotte. If you don't know, if you don't pay enough attention to the NBA, Michael Jordan owns the Charlotte Hornets. And and uh, our LeVar Ball talked about beating him one-on-one. So hopefully we get some some clashes there. That would be great. Can we see them, Ball, Ball and Jordan, play one-on-one? Can we can we have that as a Patreon, ex, ent- like an extra? Yeah, but, but it's one of those free agency periods. Like the my Cavs didn't do anything. And it was like one of the first times I was like, yep, I, I like we didn't do anything. Because every contract I was like, like the Detroit Pistons, my God, like they gave money to everyone and they all suck. Like, and it's like, that's what they had to do as a smaller market team, I guess, to get people to go there. But they gave Mason Plumley. like, what do they give him? Let me, let me Google that quickly for the Pistons. Like, I don't think that's a real person. Yeah, but he's a decent player, but they, they paid him three years, so 25 million for three years, three, sorry, 25 million over three years. Who else did they get? Fuck. Uh, let me Google it quickly. So he's Why getting eight, eight million oh, yeah, a I year. I think they gave Jeremy Grant like 20 million a year, who's again a decent Scottish player, but it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> so as a Cavs fan, I was like happy they dodged all of those bullets. Other things I found weird, I find really weird the revisionist history that apparently Tristan Thompson's really good again now and Celtics got a steal there. But the Celtics turned down doing a sign and trade with Indianapolis, so Indiana, to get Miles Turner for Gordon Haywood. They decide they'd rather have Tristan Thompson, who like was shit for us from 2016 until this year. And this year he played okay ish in a contract year. Now we decided he's good again. Like, Mitch. Yep. Can you hear me? Okay, guys, my internet cut in that period at my house. My sisters, we're not, I'm not doing it. A lot of NBA takes not going back again. So let's go to the next question. Warwick Hearns is again. How good are round one predicted team lists two days into preseason? That Brisbane one was so fucking terrible. Like, they just have to be doing shit ones on purpose to get attention, right? Surely. 100%. It's as bad, it's as, bad as that font. I hate, it. I hate it. I hate all of it. I don't know how their graphics have gone, like paint graphics for Fox Sports social media, but because well, uh, they're not paying people. But I, I was like twelve and could have used Photoshop better than that when I <laughs> when I was twelve. Like it's not hard. Uh, but yeah, the they've predicted day one of preseason or so, and not like a single rookie in any of the teams of our Sam Walker. And we know by round one there's going to be like twenty rookies playing, so terrible. Hmm. Also, Brody Croft was in the team. Yeah, and all well, that. I think that was a clickbait for Brisbane. Yeah, of course. One. I just, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Harvey G, is it possible that Clifford signing for the Knights is just something which happened because it makes a lot of sense of both parties? And I give myself too much credit. Is it possible I don't actually have magic player recruiting power? Please make sure all answers this question are in form of, th- of the three of you saying no, Harvey. You definitely do have magic powers. <laughs> I believe in him. I don't, so do I. I'll just leave it there. Uh, Bert Andrews. <laughs> Will the Knights be brave enough to not re-sign Mitchell Pierce, which will the people's halves combo? Jake Clifford and Texy, so sexy Texy Tex Hoy can shine in 2022, or will they offer Pierce another three years only to realize the same error of their ways? One of the three years through it, move him on early, pay most his wages, and totally fuck up their cap management. Hmm. It's definitely the second one. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> it took the, like, the Roosters only moved him on after all that time because of. Cooper Cronk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next question. Harvey G, is it instead of making bad and dumb recruitment and retention decisions, why don't the Cowboys start making good ones? 
a good question, mate. Uh, they need to be they need to be sipping on that Bulldogs juice. Yeah, very good, good signings question. make a good team. <laughs> okay, over on to Twitter. Good. I'm actually impressed by the uh, off-season interactions, people. By the way, the podcast mm. still going. Uh, Butcher Triple Eight. Did Matt Lafleur learn enough from his time with Sean McVay to get Aaron Rodgers past ghosts of Brady and Breeze into his second Super Bowl? Bungard, got any takes? Yeah, I, I, I'm just. You know what, I, you know I'm, what I'm really enjoying? Um, yeah. Tom Brady being bad. Yeah, I mean that is fun. Also, I mean, throw, I, also throwing the ball and then catching it and then throwing it again was quite. They actually lightning. got yards on that play because the other team declined it the was, penalty, which it is funny. was the but, worst um, throw I've ever seen. Only Tom Brady can um, yeah. do a completely illegal play and get away with get it. Get away with it. But um, yeah, it's it's been a very sort of weird season. I think like I, I just kind of feel like the Chiefs are just better than everybody else. But I also, um, I don't know. I, I want you to do well, Mitch. I want Aaron Rodgers to to. to I want you to get to a second Super Bowl. But, I, I, um. I do think no crowds plays a big factor because yep. you like you can't distract the 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 away team. There's less of that, to me anyway, that home team dominance. Yeah, that it come to expect. Uh, but Matt, I think Matt Lafleur is a great head coach. I've been shocked by how good he's been, but I think there's still too many deficiencies in the roster he's been handed and the defensive coordinator, which was part, that's part of his problem too. He should have balls up and let him go to to get Rogers to an Super Bowl this year, but may, maybe next year. Uh, they probably get close enough that they don't change shit again, though. Geniuses. And Butty's next. It has, Sorry, just before on. we go on, it has made yeah. me laugh that, like, the NFL is still playing in these fucking massive stadia and there's, yeah. like, 12 people there. It's like, yeah, it's... man, that is a cost sink. Yeah, not not the greatest decision making. I know why, <laughs> obviously, because they have to have all the broadcast equipment there. But, like, I would love to yeah. see, you know, like, Jacksonville versus whoever at, like, Jacksonville local high school. Yeah. Um. Butty, next question. Eggnog, fantastic or awful? And what's your favorite holiday season tradition? Uh, depends on who makes it. Mitch, you make good eggnog, don't you? He does. I, do. I love it, but it's also not really a summer drink. I, uh, it, that is true. It is weird. We had it once and then we were just kind of like, let's not let's not do this again. Yeah. I, I've, I've smashed it a couple of times. I had it made it with Frankie though last year at his house and it was like a hot summer's day. And we both drank like a liter and a half of eggnog that felt absolutely ill. Egg was a bad choice. <laughs> but it's delicious. Like homemade one. Actually, I saw one still good too, actually, by the way. Just like custody drink. Yeah. You put alcohol it's basically it. like drinking yogurt. What what drinking yogurt is to like custard. It's just thin yeah. spiced custard. Yeah. Um, anyway, my favorite holiday tradition is we put up the tree on December 1st every year. It's great. And watch yep. love, actually. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I've, movie one. I've got to do my 25. i got to. Last year I watched Christmas movie every day in December. Obviously going to do it again. So got to make my list. Some some will come in, some will go out. Looking at you, the holiday worst movie I've ever watched. Um, but yeah. Oh, it's spicy. Is that that spicy that I thought a romantic comedy from like 2006 wasn't very good? Who was in the holiday? Uh, who remembers? Jude Law, maybe? I don't know. No, That's Jack a Black? guy in a Christmas movie. Yeah, I took a stab. Yeah. I took a stab. I got the year right, 2006. Let me. This is great. This is great chat. Oh, yeah, I was right. Jude Law and Jack Black. Look at me. Look at uh, me. Tradition for me is um, wondering how the family manages to stick together every year um, and enjoying a fat nap at about 2 p.m. <laughs> My tradition is the family not sticking together. That's all you're Yeah, that that's, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mitch, Mitch and I both from divorced families. Yeah. yeah. Boy. <laughs> 
uh, my tradition used to be have I used to hate Christmas, not hate it, but not enjoy the actual day because I had to visit like yeah. four families, and it's like it's not. And then everyone I visit, they want their Christmas experience. So I had to eat the Christmas meal like four times and mm. whatever. And then I got older and realized I had to make everyone else. I don't have to make other people happy. I want, I'll enjoy Christmas how I want to enjoy it. So, yeah. and I think we're all at the age now where it's like it's not expected to. Th- it's not that you're expected to help. It's that like that's what Christmas is about. It's about working together and making this good for, you know, yeah, making it run smoothly so that my mother doesn't drink 12 mimosas before 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah. But uh, as, as uh, I said earlier, my favorite holiday season tradition is eating as much ham as a yes. man physically can. And, uh, and I do do on the Christmas day, I do a, a glaze one on the Weber, but the rest of the time I'll do it in the oven cause I'm lazy, but I'll glaze it on Christmas day for, on the Weber. That goes pretty well. Uh, the other one is it's, it's another thing as you get older, you realize it's pretty much the only time of the year that kind of feels like school holidays again, that yeah, all of your true. mates are free and you're just like, hey, what are you doing on a Tuesday? And, yep. and they're like, hey, I'm free on a Tuesday and you hang out. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Want to come around and play PlayStation? <laughs> exactly. Uh, David Hunter. Oh, my God. When will the NRL realize that a Beach Sevens rugby league series during December, January is the way to go? How can we fit dingers into rugby league? <laughs> oh, Dave. Uh, that's, a, that's a man who needs rugby league. <laughs> the can I of, suggest uh, um, Googling uh, Challenge Cup because uh, there are full games of Challenge Cup on YouTube if you would like to watch some mediocre footy. Yeah, and he said, will they name the player of the tournament the Damien Cook medal? Probably, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> David's next question. If you were starting a new club and you could have one of the these combinations, which do you choose? So combination of players, we've got four combinations. Mm-hmm. Pierce and Adam Reynolds, Moses and Keery, Munster and Foran, DC and Norman. Well, DC and Norman is at the bottom of the list. He's balanced this well. Because mm-hmm. uh, I like one person in each of those combinations. Well, I feel like I'm leaning to put towards Munster and Foran. Yeah. And gambling that Kieran Foran can play like 10 games with me. Because I feel like Munster's the best player in that list. Uh, and then maybe second is Moses and Kiri. I was going to but... say Moses and Kiri is mine purely because they're mm. both going to play for a few more years to come. And they're, it's a great flat track, tra- flat track bully halves combination. Oh, it is. Uh, obviously, A is ruled out by the fact that Pierce is pretty close to retirement and D is ruled out by having Corey Norman in it. So A is um, also ruled out because like Pierce wouldn't get the fuck out of Adam Reynolds' way. And no, no. Right. <laughs> well, no, I mean, hey, we've... It doesn't he says they have to have them both? We don't have to play them. Pierce can play reserve grades, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think it, it's Moses and Kiri for me. But it's close. It's 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 like I think it's either B or C on that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Hunter again for the Super League. He says, "Who have you got? Wigan or St Helens or no care factor at all?" Who? Come on. <laughs> I, I like the Super League for what it's worth. I don't watch enough of it. So tell you. So uh, I have, I have St Helens because they voted to keep Wigan in. Sorry, uh, Toronto in. Yeah. All right. I'm on board. Uh, Cumberland Throws says, hypothetically, you're on complete control of the NRL, but money well, is still an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but money is still an issue you have to consider. Your goal is to make rugby league the number one sport in Australia, revenue participation. Second Brisbane team already exists. If Do you move clubs out of Sydney? If so, who to, where, and how? Well, if you're asking me, yes. Yeah, like I have no ties to traditional Sydney clubs. And again, so many times we've been close and I had the balls to do it. Yes, clubs leave Sydney. 
Yep. And yes, one goes to Perth and one goes to Adelaide. I've already got the second Brisbane team. People forget the Adelaide Rams had good crowds, by the way, in 1997. People ignore that like it was a huge failure. They had good crowds. They were like the, the, the third highest attendance in the in the whole, all of rugby league that year, or maybe second highest, like really? Brisbane first, yeah, including the NRL. Yeah. They've got a great little ground there too. They'll play at Hindmarsh, great little ground. Yeah. Like that's uh, it. They, they were, yeah, they were, I'm, I'm on board. Move Manly to uh, Adelaide and move Cronulla to Perth. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You can play some home games here. I will allow it. I like that, Dale. Good job. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, okay. Um, next question there. David, again, could the standalone mid-season origin work? Would the end of year origin experiment failure mean that they won't try it? As in we stop the competition entirely? Yeah. He's saying, will that work? And then will they not try it because of the end of season? I don't think they'd. I don't think they'd do it because the broadcasters would have a fit. <laughs> yeah, I nah. think Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday works well. Like Wednesday weekend, like yeah, Wednesday a week or two weeks, Saturday two weeks, Wednesday. I think that works well because um, then you can have your women's game on the Friday and you can have your Pacific Test on the Saturday. No, yeah, I think it would work. And look, the the. I don't know if the end of the year origin experiment really failed mm. in the sense that the like, game three was awesome. Game one, a lot of players were underdone, but I thought game three was one of the best origins yeah. I've ever watched. So you can throw that, that argument there. But also, I mean, it's not like, it's not like when they're playing, they're, they're not going to be coming. Like Payne Haas isn't going to go seven weeks without playing before playing yeah. one of these games. And also Harry Grant hadn't played in what, yeah. Harry Grant hadn't played in nine weeks. Or something yeah. And he came in and was, and pretty much won them the game. So, yeah. um, no, I think it absolutely can, and it should work. It's the fairer system. We can't keep, we cannot keep doing this forever. Where, like, teams miss the top four by one game because they had to play an extra game with all their mm. Origin players, and and someone else didn't, and shit like that. It's it's complete bullshit. No other, like, there's no other sport on earth that that does things like that. And and whilst I do enjoy the spectacle of Origin a great deal, that is obviously the worst aspect of it. Is yep. is this nonsense? So yeah, I think it has to go to a standalone thing. I think it would work just fine and and if it does happen before the season's over people's appetite for footy is still there so i don't think you'd see a viewership drop off like you saw this year but also that as we've said every week since like i don't know if we really truly know how many people actually stopped watching in inverted commas because ratings were down across the board because more people watching on streaming and other things like that so um yeah it, it should it could work and it should work and i hope they do it next year Yep. So I just want to correct, by the way, my Adelaide Rams stat from earlier. Then I remember we'll piece it back together. They would have the second highest average of them in the ARL competition that year. The only ARL team that averaged a bigger crowd than them was Parramatta with 15,647. Adelaide Rams averaged 15,330 people at their games. But uh, the Broncos, Cowboys, and Warriors had a bigger crowds in Super League. So, um, yeah, but that's still a pretty fair crack in 1907 for their first year in a in an NRL competition well sorry a rugby league landscape in Australia that had way too many teams at the time so they were all right I hate that people determined that an abject failure because of what happened after it like there was that in Perth had been tainted by the Super League experience probably appropriately but I feel like we need to go back to those areas in some day for the game to grow yep great uh, Jack Cronin, if you had the options to pick an out-of-form average cricketer who makes David Warner feel more fuzzy inside or a generational talent in career best form for the first test against India, who would you choose? So 
obviously Pukowski's the young one. Who's the other one he's talking about? I don't know because I don't. I didn't see the other one. Uh, is it a Marsh? Maybe is it is it is it is it Joe Burns are talking about? Oh, you like Joe Burns though. So do I, but no, I said you like Joe Burns. I do, but I'm just going to Google Dave Warner Warnham Fuzzy if that's a true. No, no, no. He he's he's just saying that. No, no. He's just saying that. I think he's. He, I think he's using this other player as a point of difference to like they make David Warner look like a good bloke. Is what he's saying. No, he said an average out of full cricket who makes David Warner feel warm and fuzzy. And yeah, stuff. like it makes David Warner feel like okay. he's warm. Oh, no, actually, I don't know. No. You might be right. Maybe I read it wrong. Look, the point no. is Pukowski. No. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, yes. And uh, it's very, it's been so long since I actually had someone knocking the door down like that. The He's like historical run scoring rate. He has an average of like 750. Yeah. And uh, of course, that'd be when they're like, you know what? We're just going to ignore that. Instead of like throwing people in the team, now they're going to go, you know what? We're going to ignore that. There's a woman, Fuzzy David Warner Crope, by, by the way, but uh, that's. It's about Steve Smith, though, so. I don't know. I've missed we won't something. Hear that. We won't hear that kind yeah, of negativity no, on this something. podcast. There's definitely a quote that I've missed. But yeah, anyway, if it's ever Joe Burns, even though I like Joe Burns, it's uh, obviously Bukowski. Uh, Dave says, you're going to the pub for a long session. It's going to be points all day. What's your go-to beer? Oh, good question. I mean, any, any, like, any lager, really? Like, VV's fine. Budweiser's fine. Anything, anything that you can drink 10 of and be all right. Like, I don't know. The idea of sitting there hammering, like, heavy, hoppy beers all day sounds horrendous. Like st- like, or like stouts. Oh, dude, like, you, no, no one drinks 10 no one's stouts. Drinking 10 if stouts. they do, they should go to jail. Um, well, they should. Anyway, <laughs> they, would, they probably wouldn't have a job at the end of the day if you drink yeah, 10 stouts. It's very true. Uh, VB does the job. I won't hear a bad word about it. Yep. Uh, uh, Four Pines do a really good Pacific Ale, which is very good. Um, but yeah. Well, actually, no, That now that you've said that, Kaiju Crush also fantastic. Ooh, very good. Um, very where, good. Are you getting, where are you getting that on tap though, really? Uh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, also, Grifter Watermelon Pilsner. That is decent. All right, good uh, chat. Uh, yeah, mine's just super dry. I don't care. I'm boring. Yeah, super dry. Is fine. Like, I, I do love a Kaiju Crush, as you mentioned, one of my favorite beers if I buy a craft beer, but I also want to be able to afford to drink points all day. That's good point. <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> I need to afford the Uber home after. <laughs> uh, uh, Nobs11 says please discuss who is the worst signing Cartwright or Hipgrave and then laugh at Para for having both Cartwright for mine I agree I think Cartwright's time like they're both terrible it's hard to pick I think Cartwright's time has come and gone and mm-hmm. I do think Hipgrave's just gone as well but at least he gets angry <laughs> oh, my, that's, and that's the point that I was going to make at least with Hipgrave like he throws himself around and yeah he gives away dumb penalties but like He's not going to make a business decision to not make a tackle on the on the try line. Um, yeah. Like he's going to try and kill someone, which is arguably worse. But like at least he's going to throw himself about. Mm-hmm. Okay, a couple more questions. Uh, Mario Sieg says, sorry it's been asked before. Skip if so. Okay. Favorite sports film of all time that's not to not feature Michael Jordan? Oh, I think Harry Ramage would kill me if I didn't say remember the Titans. But I'm going to... I'm gonna have. I'm gonna cheat and have two. Remember the Titans and basketball. Yes, mm. that's a great one. Um, 
So remember the Titans is like tied into my, you know, teenage years because it was like played in PE every time. It was like that part, you know, that time of year when you had like yeah, a week yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that movie for me. So that's up there. Um, I do think basketball, basketball was like one of those movies that my mum didn't know was inappropriate for me because it's like, it was like a sports movie on the packet. And I had that mm-hmm. when I was like eight years old. And I love that movie. I watched it so many times. I think that's it. I think that's lame to have the same ones, but uh, a few, a few other ones. Uh, Dodgeball, obviously. Yeah. Champions, Hala Mighty Ducks. Oh, Hoop Very Dreams. Um, White Man Can't Jump. Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. Good film. Will make you feel terrible. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. What else I like, and I think that's uh, about it. Lords of Dogtown about skating is very, very good if you're looking for something a little different. Yeah. Uh, okay, next question. Skill underscore hello says, the Panthers are filthy. Should teams receive conversation when they develop players who get poached? Oh, I don't know. I actually don't know. But I, I think it would be good if we had transfer fees in rugby league. So, mm. so do I. And I do. And the, the teams are kind of finding their way to these things anyway, like how... So yeah, it's got compensation, like how that loan happened. Teams are working their way there anyway. I do think there should be some compensation for development, but I'm not quite sure where it has to come from. If you get me, like Penrith choosing to develop in an area or similar or put money in that. I'm not sure if the return they're supposed to get is a player transfer fee eventually because it's like, as you said earlier, Bungard, it's like people like Penrith and Brisbane might just get paid by default then yep. all the time. Yeah. I, I think there has to be some form of compensation. I don't know exactly what it is. I'd have to think about it a bit more. I, like, I believe there should be rookie scale contracts as well and then mm. some compensation from there. And and maybe it's a, it's a, a nominal fee that comes out of the, you know, a, like an agent fee, like 2% of their salary or some shit when they go to the yeah. next club for like the one or two years. I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, three more questions. Uh, the Steve eighty nine says, "Has there ever been a Fijian winger who started and finished a career in the NRL and not joined rugby?" Yeah, um, what's his name? I mean, Marcus. Marcus Bot. No, Marcus Bot is PNG. What am I yeah, saying? Yeah, he's PNG. Um, no, I'm trying to think. Uh, Kevin Aguama. No, didn't go to Union, did he? No, he went to the Super League. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, did um, then Druku didn't go to Union? No, but you, no, but he played Union first. There, yeah, okay. he played Union. That's yeah. true. Because I thought of him as well earlier than I Googled it. Um, uh, so that's it. I'm trying to think who else. Ravalawa. No, he came from, <laughs> he he came from Union, didn't he? Yeah, it didn't yeah. start that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Let's just, this, let's just use this time to talk about how good Repenny Cow Cow was. <laughs> it's very good. Sister Wanga also ended up over playing some random French team. Of course he did. Fuck you! You might be onto something there. But um, anyway, next question, Josh Robbo. How long until you you regret off season potting? Oh, uh, depends how good the questions are. Oh, how it. dare you! How <laughs> dare you, Josh? We're doing a Wolfpack pod next week with yes, our friend Plato NRL. No regrets. Those podcasts wouldn't happen if there wasn't an off season. We even had the time to do it. Mm. Uh, Dane got anger. Has Bailey Sirian forgotten how to win after signing with Brown the Warriors? And when his last time player signed a deal like Bailey to stay at a club and be released after signing said deal to sign elsewhere? 
It's very right. It's he just, very strange. It was yeah. like he was signed for you guys not many weeks before that, did he? Yeah, um, it was very recent. Yeah, it does feel like there's a little bit there's kind of cogs cogs turning in the background with this story. So yeah, it's weird, huh? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, that's all the questions. Oh, good questions, what y'all. What a wild ride that was. Hmm. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, that oh, was no, fun. they're already calling Swali the next Sunny Bill. Oh dear. Wait, He's not Sunny Bill. Back. Add that to your folder. Oh Wait. look. How how's he jump like next Inglis? To, like that was the easy lazy comparison. Who knows, man? Who knows? All right. Uh, well, we've come to the end of another show. We did it, guys. I'm proud of you. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, live smart if you haven't done that already. Say goodbye, Dale. Goodbye. Please say goodbye, my Mitchell. Mustache. Uh, goodbye, yeah, Mitchell. do that too. And it's goodbye from me.